Hey, welcome Kingdom Real Estate Investors to our Wednesday edition of the podcast show. This is an excerpt from our live real estate show we do every single week with business owners, real estate investors from all over the country. If you're enjoying this and you want to join us every week or see who our next guest is that we're going to be hosting this week, go to thekingdomrei.com forward slash live. That's thekingdomrei.com forward slash live to join us and register and again to see what special guests we'll be bringing on this week. Enjoy the episode. We are talking about uh, what does it take to be the CEO of your company today? Um, man, I'm telling you this right here. I promise today if you stay with me, I am learning some things right now. Like I, I'm just going to be honest. Like I am learning some things right now that are transforming my life. Um, I, I posted on Instagram the other day. Business. I let me get back up. I got excited yesterday morning in a whole new way. Like I, I've been in business now for myself for the last two years. I was a pastor before this, and I'm not gonna lie. Like I woke up yesterday morning. Um, with a new excitement to lead my business. And I'm going to tell you why. It's, it's number one reason why right now is why I just like, I'm, I, I, this morning I was up at 5 a.m., worked out, had my breakfast, read my Bible, and ready to eat with my team. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Here's the difference. is because I'm learning what it takes to be a CEO of my company. And, and, and let me just say this out from the get-go. I don't have it all figured out. I am not a a multi-million dollar or billion dollar CEO. Um, I don't promise to have all of the answers, but guys, I've been investing money and time. Um, I've been around literally this past weekend, I was around billion dollar CEOs, guys who have literally sold their companies for billions of dollars, guys who are leading companies and doing three or $400 million in revenue per year. These are the guys that I'm spending time with. I'm spending money with, um, to just go and learn from them and I'm coming back and I'm applying and I'm growing our company is growing rapidly and crazy because I'm just taking what I'm learning and I'm implementing it immediately and what I'm doing today is just sharing with you those principles so is that okay today if I just share with you these principles I don't have it all figured out but I'm telling you I got a few things that I know that I'm applying that are working I want to give that to you today my name is Ellis Hammond um, if you're new to this webinar uh, I and the founder of a company called Kingdom Real Estate Investors. And we are serious about helping investors really find connections inside of our community to help them grow and scale their business while also learning principles um, and strategies uh, to become not just investors, but real CEOs so that you can grow and scale your business uh, so that you can finally achieve the financial freedom to not just impact your life, but the life of others, to truly have an impact on this planet. That's what we're really about. I want to talk about becoming the CEO, and, and I need your interaction. So please put in the chat. Here's a question I want to ask you today. On a scale of 1 to 10, okay, so everyone needs to answer this question today. And if you're not going to be in the chat, then make sure you write it on, on a sheet of paper. On a scale of 1 to 10, how relevant are you to your business? So I need to see some answers. On a scale of one to 10, how relevant are you to your business? The closer you are to a 10 in your business, the least likely you are to scale your company and the least ready you are to really grow and scale your company. 
that the more relevant you are to your business, meaning the more that people need you and that it's centered around you, that you have to show up to work tomorrow for your company to continue to go is that you will not be able to get out of the rat race of I have a a job, but really my job has me or I own a business, but really my business owns me. So for all of you tens, right, this is going to be and I'm not just doing this for a week. I am so passionate about this right now because I'm so committed to becoming a billion dollar CEO. I told my wife, I said, honey, I don't know how to get there, but I will become a billion dollar CEO because that's what we need. And that's what my people need. OK, so. I just want to share with you, if you're at a 10, I want to help you over the next couple of weeks along with me. And this is not going to be one month or one week solution. This is going to take a long time, but I want to give us some steps that I'm learning that we can help become ones. I want to be so irrelevant in my company that I could go take a month off with my brand new baby girl, and my wife, and we can go you know, wherever we want to go. Don't you want that? Like to be able to take a month or two months of vacation or go spend a month at your service project, right? Or help your church with a new initiative. Yes. So if you're a 10, then freaking get your notebook out today. Okay. Get your notebook out today. I promise this is not fluff. I promise this is not fluff. You just got to get on board with me. You got to show up every week for the next four weeks and you got to get ready because we're going somewhere. So you got to become irrelevant. Um, the number one role of a CEO is what? Any guesses? The number one role of a CEO is to. Now, listen, this is I'm learning this from multi-million, billion dollar companies. The number one role of a CEO is not to dictate. It is to inspire. The number one role of a CEO is not to dictate or delegate. David was close. Yes, it's to cast vision. It is to inspire your people on where you want to go. The problem is with most of us is that we do not have a vision. We do not have a vision for where we want to go. The reality is, guys, we have to. One of the best books I wrote, and I won't spend a ton of time on this because I, I want to give you a couple of resources today. There's a book by um, um, Cameron. Cameron. Uh, freak, someone help me out. Vivid Vision is the name of the book. Cameron Harrell, I believe. And uh, he's the CEO of 1-800-GOT-JUNK. And he wrote a little small book called Vivid Vision. And if you haven't read that book and you don't have a vision for where you want to go in the next 10 years, um, you absolutely need to go read that book. But here's the principle. He, he pretty much says, again, he understands this. The number one role of CEO is to inspire people, not dictate. And you have to cast such a big vision for your company, right, that it, that it inspires you to get up in the morning. Let's be honest, the reason that I couldn't get up at 5 a.m. for the last couple months, I kept thinking about this, like, why am I struggling to wake up? Is because I wasn't inspired by what we were doing. That's the truth. I just kind of was bored. Because I didn't have a vision for where we were going. And so I just was stuck. And so now, um, now I got a vision and now I'm excited and I can cast that vision. The reason this is so important is because the bigger you cast a vision, the better people that you can attract into your organization. So if you're struggling to find good people to come work with you, it's probably because your vision's too small. 
Like, why would I go commit my life to a CEO who has a small vision? So if you don't have a vision written down of where you want to go and it's not inspiring you to wake up at 5 a.m. so that you can be on time at 8 a.m. to start your job every day with fire and inspiration, then your vision is not big enough. So get vivid vision. Get some time alone. He, he, you know, he encourages you to go take a retreat and think about this. Assess where you're currently at, where you currently want to go. Okay. Natasha is saying so good. I'm so glad to hear that because I'm telling you, this is changing my life. Like, this is not fluff. This is for real. And this idea of setting something bigger than what I had before is, is, is what's going to take us to the next level. And it's going to attract great people. The second thing is core values. Okay, and I'm getting this from a book called Traction. Okay, if you've ever read Traction by Gino... Um, Wickman, I think. <laughs> I'm not, forget all these authors' names, but I think it's Dino Wickman. He wrote a book called Traction. He talks about laying out core values and a vision statement and all these things as well. And the core, um, the core values is also really, really key because this is what guides you and your company, right? This is how you know who to attract and who to fire. And so when we bring, I literally, I just onboarded my second employee this month. We just now we're, we went from a team of one to a team of three because I said, I want to be a CEO and I want to start attracting great people. So I just went through our core value doc again with our new hire and just laid out, here's our core values. And then I gave them a chance one more time for the last time. I said, do you, are you okay with these? Here's your chance to get out because these core values will guide everything that we do. And, um, and so it, it, it's, it's, again, laying the vision for who we are as a company, what we expect of everyone who's inside of our company. Um, and, and so core values, if you're a sole entrepreneur, then think about what are the core values to you? And then what are the core values you want other people coming on your team to buy into? Right? So, um, you know, a couple of mine are, uh, extreme ownership and I have stories to all of these. You know, and I think about the time where I thought we were going to go out of business because all of my customers said no to my next offer. And I'm laying on the ground thinking, we're so screwed, we're so screwed, we're so screwed. And then thinking, no, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to figure this out. Taking extreme ownership for it's not my customers who said no. It was my problem that I did not present to them an offer that they saw valuable. And so I went back to the drawing board. I came up with a new offer. I went back to the same eight clients who just told me no that week. I called all of them up and six of them said yes, which put us back into business for the next six months, literally. And so that's a value that's tied to my story. And I share that story with my, with my, with my new hire today. Like, listen, here's the story. Here's why this is a core value. Because there's going to be things in this business that you don't have the answers to and I don't have the answers to but we can make excuses and we have to go find solutions. And so do you have core values that are guiding you and your company and the people you bring on to go to the next level? Bethany said, people first, profit second. I love that. It's good. But you better make some profit too, or people are not thinking they don't. You don't care about them, so <laughs> that's good. But you better have in there too that we care that we that we're that we're serious about profiting, <laughs> or people aren't coming to work for you. But I love that. I know, I know your heart there. That's really good. Integrity. That's so good. 
doing what you say you're going to do when you said you would do it. Discipline, accountability is what you're saying there, Dave. I love that. I love that. That's that's so right on. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Good stuff. So are these written down? Guys, seriously, like, do you have these in a doc? Do you have these in a doc written down so that when you bring people onto your team or you're telling people about your organization, they can go and study these. They can go and read these. I did not have these written down until the last 60 days. And I had to sit down and say, um, what are our core values? What are they? How can I start bringing people on my team if I don't know, if I haven't written down my core values? So do you have them written down? Are they in a doc? Guys, the reason this is so important is because if you're confused about your vision or your, um, your core values, other people are going to be confused. If you don't know where you're going, that other people can't follow along. And listen to this. This is a quote I heard from this weekend. Million, billion dollar people. Write this down. A confused mind will always find failure. A confused mind will always find failure. And so if you can't cast a big enough vision for your company and you don't know where you're going and you're second guessing yourself, what do you think your employees are going to be doing? What do you think your clients are going to be doing? They're going to be questioning you. They're going to be, I don't know if I want to get on board with that. (laughs) You know, like, are you so confident in your sales? Like now when I'm on a sales call, I was talking to a guy yesterday. I'm like, dude, you better get on board now because this thing is going to be huge. And you're literally getting the best value. The value right now is insane because I know where we're going. And it just gives me a confidence to be able to speak into a young man's life and say, I promise you I'll change your life if you get on board right now Um, because I know where we're going. There's no confusion. Um, So you got to get you got to get clear. So number one role as a CEO is you got to inspire. You got to cast vision and you got to have your core values dialed in. All right. So. That's, that's the starting. That's the foundation. We're laying the foundation. Let's get into some stuff today. Here's something else I learned. To be a great CEO, okay, there are really three things, okay, that you have to, you have to consistently work on, all right? Three of them. It's called the three lids, okay? So you have the three lids, and there's three of them. Second one is leadership, and the third one is operational effectiveness. Okay, so um, the first one is belief. Um, and I really liked what I heard and, and what I'm learning, and I, and I so resonate with this. And I'm gonna give you a story. You know, John Maxwell says that everything rises and falls with leadership. John Maxwell is one of the the number one leadership coaches in the world. He's coached millions of business owners and helped people change their lives. And he says that everything rises and falls with leadership. Well, what I heard this weekend and then what I experienced after this weekend was that everything rises and falls with belief. And when I look back at my own experience, I actually think this is right that I actually think John Maxwell got it wrong, that not everything rises and falls with leadership, that everything rises and falls with belief. And and what I mean is this, is that if you don't believe that you can get to a place, then you will never be able to lead into that situation. That it starts with faith. One of the big things um, 
I'm reading a book right now. I freaking I can't remember the name of it. I'll type in the chat later. Um, have you ever heard the quote that they say seeing is believing, right? I'm sure you've heard that seeing to see is to believe. Well, I read this quote. It says, actually, no, it's the opposite. To believe is to see. What do I mean? When I, when I came back this weekend, I had some time to process about where we were going. Okay, and I'll be honest, my goal to grow our mastermind by the end of the year was 50 members. And so I was looking for solutions to grow our team or to grow our membership to 50 members. I got home and said, I am thinking way too small. Like, I want to grow our community to 500 members, to 5,000 members. The only thing that changed was that I now believe that we can get there. And guess what began to happen? I have notes. Like, literally, let me just show you. This is real, guys. This is not stuff I'm making up. This is stuff that I'm learning. Like, this is a page. This is a page of, like, all of the solutions that I did not have before, that I didn't think I had before, that I now have now to grow to 500 members. Why? Because my belief lid increased and my brain, literally, this is how God has wired us, that your brain starts looking for solutions after you believe. I mean, this, you can, from a, from a very normal standpoint, um, if you say, hey, I want to buy a Tesla, what do you start seeing on the road everywhere? You start saying, man, I want to buy a Tesla. I think I want to get a red one. I definitely want the plaid because like that thing goes zero to 60 in less than two seconds. What do you start seeing everywhere? You start seeing Teslas. You know, they're white, they're red. Why? Because your mind now subconsciously is looking for solutions or looking for those Teslas. Guys, you, this is the work of a CEO you have to do. You have to increase your belief lid. You have to begin to believe that you can do more. How do you do that? Step one is you have to get around people who are thinking bigger. You have to invest money and time to put yourself in places where you're, you're not around negative Nancys all the time. Do you realize how much negative negativity you get from your spouse, from your church, from your friends? And you tell them, I'm trying to build a million, billion dollar company. And what are they going to say? Sounds like a lot of work. Wow, you have to sacrifice a lot. I don't know. Billion dollars? Right? I want to be around people and, 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 you know, and this is something me and my wife, like, are, we've really had to work on is that when we talk about goals, we're not saying, oh, no, what do we got to give up to get there? It's like, yeah, no, we want that, right? Like, you got to get around people who, are, who will help you raise this lid. So that was for me. I invested tens of thousands of dollars, okay? to go show up to a place for two days, just, and, and here's the thing I told my wife, I was like, how was it? Like, honestly, the reason I go to these things, I could have probably learned everything I've learned, all this stuff. You could probably go find this on YouTube. I don't go there just to get the strategies. I go because this right here will add millions of dollars to our net worth in the next few years. 
And I believe it will be the same for you, but you got to show up. You got to get around people. You got to expand your network. This is the secret to really raising your belief lid is your network. If you don't believe it, you won't start seeing the solutions. Can I get some response? Are you guys tracking with me? Does that make sense? Why belief is so important? It starts with belief. Natasha is saying, yes, I love that. Let's keep rolling. So this lid number one is belief. You got to raise your belief lid. Guys, spend spend the money to get around people who can take your belief lit higher money is just a tool to get you to where you want to go okay this is coming from a pastor who had no money had to convince my wife to spend 10 grand our last year of pastoral ministry just so that i could show up to conferences mentor events networking events because i told her i don't know anybody who's grown a business to a million dollars. I didn't know, I didn't know millionaires back then. Now I know billionaires. But I was like, I need to put 10 grand away, even though we didn't have 10 grand. We literally didn't even have 10 grand. Like, I just need to put 10 grand. Where are we going to get that from? I don't know. But can we budget 10 grand this year? <laughs> because I have to start showing up in places that help me think differently. And in the next year, we did $140,000 in our first year in business. We over 10x'd our, our investment. Okay. So tools, just a tools, money is just a tool to get you um, to where you want to go. Second one, leadership. So So the second lid, why am I writing this this way? I don't know, that's how I saw it. I should just do these horizontal, make my life a lot easier. But we're gonna do it like this because that's how I saw it. Um, leadership. Here's the only thing I wanna add about, um, let me see in the chat real quick. Yes, once you know people doing the same thing, Samson says, once you notice other people doing the same thing you'd like to do and get in the same rooms with them, you'll become different just by being in that space. 100% why? Because now you believe and then you can start seeing and then you can start taking action. Bethany says, yep. David says, absolutely, think and grow rich every day. Natasha said they just put their first 10K into wealth mindset and transformation. Awesome. Awesome. Best money you've ever spent. Why? Not because of the education you'll get. Here, here's, here's what that 10K taught me. I spent a lot of money on stuff I shouldn't have. Like, we, we just, uh, two grand on this and we didn't do anything with it, but it also helped me realize like I'm worthy. I'm a worthy investment. Okay. So I don't think there's bad money spent investing in yourself. Um, yep. Could also be because they'll see you're serious and want to work with you. hundred percent, Samson. Why do I show up in rooms where other people paid 10, 20, 30 grand to get there? Because I know they're serious. And if they're all in on this, I want to be around those type of people. I, I literally met some, some people this weekend that will be lifelong friends. They change my life type of relationships. Second one is leadership. Um, guys, let me just ask you a simple question in terms of leadership. Are you doing what you expect others to do? Are you doing what you expect others to do? Um, and so, you know, here's a simple question. Like we, in our company, Kingdom REI, we one of our core values is extreme ownership. And part of that is, is we always have to be learning and improving. So we are a learning organization. 
which means we have to be committed to personally developing ourselves every single day. And so that means as the leader of the company, I have to be personally developing <laughs> every single day if I want to lead my team into doing the same thing. So we um, are part of, um, well, I, I'll tell you what we do later, but the question I want to ask you is, did you train today? Like, did you do what you expect everyone on your team to do today? So for me, if I expect my team to get better every single day, I better train. So this morning, 7.30 a.m., I opened up, we use Cardone University. It's a training program for sales and leadership development. And I listened to 30 minutes, Cardone U. And um, I expect all of my team to also spend 30 minutes listening to Cardone University and getting sales training, mindset, belief, right? And so, but it starts with me. Am I doing what I expect my team to do? So did you train today? Are you reading books? Are you investing money and time into workshops, into masterminds to help you grow and become a better leader? Because if you're not, how can you lead your team and expect them to, to, to improve and live out your core values? So are you doing what you expect your team to do? That is leadership. That's the first step of leadership. If your sales team needs to make phone calls, are you making phone calls? <laughs> right? So that's all I want to say about leadership because there's a lot we could get into leadership, but really the big point, the big takeaway is do you do what you want others to do? Let me pause for a minute. So we've covered a lot so far. There is one more lid, okay? And we got this next lid is going to be really good. It's going to be tactical. It's going to give you some things that you can go and implement right away um, that I think will that you'll be able to walk out of here and really, really help with. The leadership part that you just mentioned, that's uh, because I have the belief. I know where we're going, me and my wife. I know where we're heading and what we want. The leadership part is something I'm struggling with a lot. Uh, I just don't um, don't know how to tackle that other than ask for help. Um, so, what do you mean by leadership? What are you struggling with? Like, what what what's 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 keeping you stuck? So, you said that you're you have to do the things that you say that you want somebody else to do, right? I know I have to call a lot of uh, sellers, homeowners, and and brokers, and all of that. I have to do it and I've done it. It's just something that I'm struggling with a lot. Uh, and I would definitely want to see some uh, some ways or techniques to, to deal with that kind of struggling stuff. Struggling to do it, to pick up the phone or struggling with, I'm not good at it, what? Struggling with picking up the phone. I just, I go to all other meetings. I love the social part of it. I don't like the picking up the phone part. That's so Samson, so what do you like? what do you want bro like a year like five years from now you and your wife um like what do you want like what is this tied to because here, here's the problem man like this is so good literally this is so good um because most people are like i i i, I want to get there I, I just, like the problem is dude is that you haven't tied picking up the phone to where this is going to take me in five years like you are not tying 
and and this is not just you, man. Like this is this is what it takes because that is an important role in your in your business. Is you have to tie every call to your vision. Well, you got to get more. The first thing I said, man, is crafting a vision and get really clear on what do I want for my life with me and my wife in five years. How much money do you want to make? Where do you want to be living? Right? What, like, how do you want to be serving? Who are you helping? How many kids do you want? Where do they shop? What school do they go to? Dude, you just don't, like, it's not the sales calls, man. You're a sociable guy. Clearly, you got on here. You have all the talent in the world to pick up the phone and be able to do it. Your why is just not big enough yet, my man. It's kind of big. It's just structuring the goals to get to the, to the big why is... So you asked earlier if we had written it down. I think I was one of the few that have written it down. I could read it if you want. Well, save it. But let me ask you, if you got it written down, then why, how come it's hard to make calls? You, do you just not see that that's, that's, the, that's the path? I don't know. I have to think before I answer that one. And I haven't thought of that question before. So you gave me a lot. I, I wrote it up too. I yeah. Tie it with my... Well, no, I'm that's really good, man. I appreciate that. you sharing. And, and I do think like, okay, you great that you got the vision. I love that. That's the first step, man. Now you got to figure out, okay, put some numbers to this, dude. Like put some numbers to how much is a contract worth to you, right? So, so start thinking about this from the end game. If your vision says whatever it is from a net worth standpoint or for an income standpoint, you have to tie how much is a lead worth to you and how much does that actually come in. Okay, so if one close or one contract is worth 40 grand, how many of those contracts do you need to get to your goal? And then you got to make enough calls to see how many calls does it take to get one contract? And you, you got to map this out starting with the end game and work backwards. So now that you have the vision, which is awesome, man. Now you got to figure out how many of these calls and how many of these contracts get me to that vision and start tying every single call to your vision because Dude, on this business, you're going to get hung up on a lot, but you can't take everything personal. It's like, okay, that's one. I know I got to make 30 to get a contract or I got to make a hundred or 150. So it's just one out of 150. Great. And you know, the reason you keep failing is because I just, I haven't made 150 today. You see what I'm saying? Like you have yeah. to work from the back and say, it takes 150 calls to get one contract. I need 200 contracts a year to get to my goal. So that means I need to make 200 times, um, you know, let's see, takes 150 to get one contract. I need 200. So 150 times 200, you got 30,000 calls to make. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's your goal. And that's, awesome. dude, that's where you got to go. Now, here's the thing. Do you have to be the one to make 30,000 calls? No, but you probably need to be the one. And I'm going to show this here in a second, operational effectiveness, how you can get to 30,000 much faster but you're probably going to need to do a thousand to five thousand calls on your own, and then you're going to build out processes and systems that allow you to start hiring people, so that you can get to thirty thousand much faster. But you have to develop it first, and do it first, and build the processes, so that then you can start hiring other people to do it for you. But until you do it, and until you figure it out. And until you can lead other people to do it and do it effectively, then you can't hire that out yet. So, dude, you need to keep making calls and writing on everything. I'll show that to you in a minute. Um, good stuff, my man. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely, you. bro. Really glad to have you here, man.
Yeah, Bethany has a good, you know, just there's there's definitely ways to craft that that um that message and you'll work on that. Uh, you know, if you're not doing some type of sales training or development, I highly recommend recommend. My my man Ken, my cousin Ken, the billionaire formula, he's developed over a billion dollars of real estate. He says, craft the vision, products, culture, experience, impact, crystal clear. Find the best and smartest people in the world to execute. Spend your time on the resources to make those people succeed 100%. Good stuff. All right. Number three. Samson, this is it. But this is for everybody. Third one is, um, I'm just going to call it operations. Okay. So belief Get it up there. Get around people who are thinking bigger. Leadership. Start doing the things that you want to, you want other people to do. The third is this is where we start to learn how to operate our business more effectively. Okay. So this is begins to acquire skill where we have to learn um, how to be a CEO, right? Because it's not just all fluff and, and oh, I gotta believe more. Those things are so important. That's why those are number one and number two. But we all know you actually have to do some things as well. So the third is operational effectiveness. Let me show you. Let me show you kind of the the thing that um, is, is going to be helpful. So, um, under operational effectiveness, this is kind of the formula. If you're trying to get to a million, if you're not at a million yet, if you want to get to a million or three million or ten million, it. The thing, the, again, all of this I'm learning, guys, and I'm implementing right away. So no, none of this I came up with. All of this I'm learning, but I'm implementing it. It's working. Just freaking copy it, okay? <laughs> this is the secret. Just rip off and duplicate what everybody else is doing, okay? So I'm copying it. You're copying it. We're all being successful. So it's called the three Ps, Okay. P number one is promote, 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 promote. What am I doing here today? I'm promoting our mastermind, Kingdom REI. If you want to become a real estate CEO and be around other real estate CEOs, you need to spend the money to get to Dallas, August 2nd and 3rd. If you don't have the money, get a credit card <laughs> and get there, okay? Because money is just a tool to get you where you want to go. I'm promoting what we're doing. I'm promoting our process to become a 10, you know, a billion dollar company. Okay. I'm promoting how we're hiring people. You promote, 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 have an idea, have a product and promote it. Tell everybody, use all of these social media platforms, start a podcast. We have to promote, 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 promote. That's why I'm everywhere. That's why like, I just, I, I just pick up your phone. Like, I, I don't even, it's just, there's no, I don't even know there's a, a formula for, for the promote part. Like, but this is where it starts. You have to start talking about what you're doing. So Samson came up and um, I appreciate his vulnerability. Um, Samson, the first thing you got to do, man, is just start promoting, telling everybody what you're doing. Get other people on board with what you're doing. Have accountability out there. Put on Facebook, hey, this week I'm making a thousand calls. And every day on Instagram, go on Instagram and say, today I had a goal to make a thousand calls and I only made, or not, that's a lot, a thousand. Today I made 150 calls. My goal tomorrow is to make another 150. 
get on Instagram tomorrow and say, today, I only made 120 calls. And here's what got in the way. Because guess what's that going to do? It's going to start keeping you accountable. It's going to start bringing other people into your journey, right? So you have to promote what you're doing. And that's how you get other people on your team to say, man, I want to be on Samson's team. This guy is committed to what he's doing. This is why I'm here. I don't have all the answers. I'm not the billion dollar CEO. I'm promoting my process so that I can help other people along their journey and that we can go do this together. So I'm promoting this. Okay, so the first P is promote. You're welcome, Samson. Second one, this is what this is so good. Promote. Here's number two. Profit. So you promote, okay? You're promoting it, you're doing it, and then guess what? You make your first money. Wow, okay, I did that. I made a call. I said this. Someone transacted with me. All right, that's profit. So I promoted. I'm doing this webinar right now. For me, I started a podcast. People started listening to the podcast. I started promoting our mastermind. And then people started emailing me. People started transacting with me. So I started making profit. And then the third P, because once you figure out what works, and Samson, this is what I'm talking about, is you have to go do this enough times to get to the third, to get to the second P, you got to profit, right? You got to figure out what works, how many calls, what you said makes money. This is for everybody, right? So that Samson's making calls, you guys are doing other things, dealing with brokers, um, talking with investors, putting out blogs and articles and podcast shows. You're promoting, you're promoting, you're promoting. And then you figure out, I made some money. What worked? What did I say there? What, what was it that attracted people's attention? So we're tracking everything. Our blog hits, our podcast downloads, how many people registered to our webinar, how many people showed up to our webinar, how many of you go to Kingdom REI, the kingdomrei.com forward slash preview during this webinar, right? So we're tracking all these things because we want to know what works and what's making money. Because once we figure out what makes money, then... The third P is process, right? So then we can start building processes to what works so that you can go from 10 relevancy. See how all this is tying together down to a one. This is how you get to a one is that you promote, 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 you figure out what works until people transact with you, and then you write it down. And you do that enough times where you have a ton of examples. You have a book that you can hand somebody and say, this is our process of how we get clients or customers to transact with us. And then, and then there's kind of another thing that you just begin to, you know, there's a We'll talk about that on future webinars. Can't give you everything in one webinar, you won't come back, okay? So once you figure out a process, then we can talk about people. So the third step, so in Samson's case, he'll begin to process. Samson, every phone call you should make, you should have a document. I do this for our, for our company. I have a document and it says things I said that worked, objections of the client, things I said that help overcome those objections. And on every sales call, I'm writing down, what did I say? What did the client say back? What did I say to help that client overcome? And then I also have things called closings. What did I say that helped close that client? 
what was helpful, right? Because I'm doing all the sales calls so that I'm not, my vision is not to always do the sales calls, but again, I'm the leader of the company. I'm developing our processes and I want to be able to hand those processes off to someone in the future. So if you're not doing this, you know, Bethany, if you're raising money from investors, however it is, you're finding deals. If you're doing due diligence on deals, you don't want to do those forever. But if you're not processing out what's working and what you're doing, then you'll always be a 10 in your company. So it starts with promoting because without promotion, you can't get profit or you can't transact with clients. And then once things start to work, then you can start to build processes for this work. If you're in sales or if you're doing any type of sales over the phone or whatever, be have a document that just says like, this is, this is what I said to start the conversation. Um, these are the things that really open their eyes to be interested in our product. Here were their objections. And then here were things that I said to, to actually make a close or to get the contract out or whatever it is, right? So these are things going to be spe specific to your industry, specific to your clientele. And so processing, having a process doc um, for how to transact with clients is the third piece. Hey, just because the show's over doesn't mean the journey is. Listen, if you're a faith-driven real estate professional or investor, then you'll want to go to the kingdom rei.com to learn about our mastermind if you're interested in investing alongside me in alternative investments like multifamily apartment complexes then head to ellishammond.com to learn more about that cheers